Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Hi, this is Jackie Cation, and you are about to listen to The Dork Forest since 2006. And it is on iTunes, of course, where you may have received it. You may have gotten it at dorkforest.com. Feel free to review it on iTunes. It, we are part of the All Things Comedy Network, allthingscomedy.com, where my new hour special, This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux, is available for $5 download. Knock yourselves out. My website, JackieCation.com, has a player if you want to just listen to it uh, and you don't want to do iTunes. And JackieCation.com has everything. It has my stand-up schedule. It has a merch page where you can get Dork Forest t-shirts and even order a Dork Forest hoodie if you like. All of the shirts are made in America because while I'm willing to wear clothing that are made by toddlers, I'm unwilling to sell clothing made by toddlers. The hoodie, special ordered for some reason, still made in the Philippines. I don't know why. Possibly because they're super cozy, and I don't sell that many of them, but I should work on that. Anyway, there's a chance to donate to the Dork Forest. If you enjoy the Dork Forest, feel free to donate. A hundred bucks a year makes you a super fan, and you could do that in one chunk of a hundred bucks, or you could break it up however you want, because I have not made that easy for you. It would be $8.33 a month if you want to do it. You could also just order stuff if you want Dork Forest t-shirts or CDs or DVDs. I have three CDs out and one DVD, and you can order all of them. Uh, you could order a T-shirt, you could order a hoodie, and that will also support the show, and I totally appreciate that. Yeah, just so you know, the DVD of The Horcrux is Friday Second Show. That is the video. And the CD is Saturday Second Show. I don't know. I didn't videotape that one, but I like that set better, so that is the CD. The DVD is approximately uh, 56 minutes long, and the CD... About 40, 48. So they're different sets, but they're the same material. And it's uh, it's weird, but I like it. The credits. Let's credit the people that make this show possible, quite honestly. We have Mike Rickberg, who sang the intro song and composed the intro song and sings it with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. And he will sing Mexican Hat Dance at the end of this. The audio. The audio is fixed every week, and the teasers are created by... Mr. Patrick Brady, Mr. Patrick Brady, friend of the show. Vilmos does my website, JackieCation.com. So if you're looking for someone to do your website, go to JackieCation.com, scroll down, and click on that link. All right, let's do this. Enjoy. At RBC Wealth Management, social responsibility starts at the top. As a part of the Royal Bank of Canada, RBC has been recognized among the world's financial, social, and environmental corporate leaders. Our sense of responsibility extends to our reputation for putting clients' interests first. My personal commitment is to help you achieve your financial goals by also considering sustainable and responsible investing strategies. To learn more, visit www.darlacashian.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE FINRA SIPC. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites. I probably already said it. Anyway, uh, Doug Mallard, welcome to my home. Thank you for here having in beautiful me. downtown Van Nuys helicopter test area. And uh, what uh, you're here, helicopter you're standing. Area. You know, we, we we often get a lot of helicopters. Oh man! And uh, there's not that much crime, even though the implication is is that there's crime in Van Nuys. Oh yeah. 
but we don't see any crime knock on something but um but we what we do see is a lot of helicopters oh, probably wow. preventing crime but uh Andy my husband's speculation is that uh this is where they they practice their helicopter flying this is a helicopter test area well they need to do that i guess for la cuz sure, there's, there's other choppers everywhere right and <laughs> we're in like a there's a hospital somewhere and there's a there's, you know, we have the airport and so there's, there's lots, things of helicopters. lots of things are happening. Good Lord. It's loud. Anyway, Doug Mallard, M-A-L-L. M-E. M-E-L-L-A-R-D. Yeah. I, I swapped the E and the A. So yeah, yeah. Mallard, M-A-L-L-E-R-D. And that's on Twitter, Instagram, stand-up comedy. People should come see you do the stand-up yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. with the talking and the joking. Well, uh, where with did you start stand-up? Uh, in Austin, Texas. There we go. And, um, but you and I are going to discuss the magical world of Magnum P.I. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, we're going to start with that. You and Huntsberger? Huntsberger Junk? Yeah, David Huntsberger, Huntsberger Junk. Um, we, we have, it started actually in Austin. Like he, he started out, uh, prior to Austin. I think he was doing comedy, but he really kind of got his, I guess, real start in quotes. Um, sure. In Austin. I started in Madison, Wisconsin. Got my real start in uh-huh. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, there you go. There oh, you go. Acme Comedy Club. That's Great it. Club. Uh, and, you know, so we, we had a lot of, uh, adventures in Austin <laughs> and he got me, you know, as a kid, I really liked Magnum PI. Right. But there was like, he would wake up and watch, there's Magnum PI on at 11 and then at one. And so he <laughs> got me on just this like on TV where- CW yeah, or something, okay. you know, and then, so he got me back into it and then the DVD started coming out. Mm-hmm. So then I would just go on these mad marathons. And I just got so sucked into the world of Donald P. Belisario, who is a genius. He was also behind Quantum Leap. Sure. Um, let's, let's not, um, let, let's not deny his other work. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, Quantum Leap is fantastic. Magnum PI for our younger listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Explain that it is a telephone, a television program. It's a television telephone. show about a man with a mighty mustache. That's one of the, what, that is his distinctive. I just saw Quigley Down Under on the television. Oh, the other wow. day, Which is one of his, uh, feature length. You know, he's not big enough to, he can't fill the big screen. Yeah. He, but he's huge on the small screen. Yeah. Yeah. He really. The guy knocks it out of the park. I, we were watching the other day, uh, we get together, we, we have, we have Magnum Mondays. Well, I should finish. So it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a detective, a private eye, Magnum right. PI, hence the PI. Right. And An he, he stays in a mansion that belongs to, uh, Robin Masters, who's never there. And, uh. Who is Robin Masters? He, he's, is this, that the um, character's name? Yeah, or is just, that like, the... he writes these ro- like romantic novels and, okay. Or, or these novels. And it's in and, Hawaii. Yeah. And, and it takes, and it takes place in Hawaii. I just learned this because, <laughs> So excited because, uh, this is, yeah, they were, they, they, I, uh, CBS, I believe, put it out and they that had filmed right. Hawaii Five O and they still had all this leftover kind of budget from Hawaii or whatever. So okay. they're like, we need a show. It was going to take place in LA, I think. And they're mm-hmm. like, now we still got stuff we can use in Hawaii. So <laughs> that's why it's in Hawaii. And a lot of it makes no sense in Hawaii. Like we watched one recently where there was a horse show, the International Hawaii Horse. What? What? There were the cowboys and oh, his... and Huntsberger. That's he came on Dork oh. Forest and dorked out about horsies. <laughs> yeah, that guy knows some horse talk. He's a big and, cowboy. And why would? Yeah, he can shoe horses and everything. But so the, they had a horse show, and and David Huntsberger did not think that that was um. That's where the suspension of disbelief went. Yeah, yeah. That's where it was all shut down. Where oh, today's uh, craft services are frozen grapes, by the way, because it's a million Delicious. degrees outside. Well, my sensitive teeth are. <laughs> 
I want more, but they're, it I hurts. Know. They're very. It'll by the end of the hour, they'll be. Uh, you can have as many as you want. Because they'll be regular <laughs> grapes. Be regular grapes. <laughs> okay, so um, so that that's the premise. So he is house sitting essentially forever. Yeah, well, he's like a house guest. Um, Higgins is the 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 butler. He watches the mansion. And, uh, Wait, is Higgins the tiny man who was Kit the Car voice? He's he's got the the British guy yeah. with the tiny mustache and uh, the voice of Kit the Car. Oh yeah, and, oh, um, oh uh, no, I, I think th- that might be another. I think that that was the guy. He was in uh, what was that? Boy Meets World. I think. Okay. Diff- different guy. Same, same ballpark. Been. Yeah. Oh, me and my British, me, me and my British voices don't help. <laughs> can't do it. But, anyway, so Higgins, he was only the freaking butler. Yeah, he was just a butler, but. Uh, but, I thought he was a neighbor with his own mansion. No, he he just ran the place while Robin Masters is gone. You never see okay. Masters. Like I think it's revealed in the, in the the final episode. But <laughs> and then he's got his friends TC and Rick, Larry Minetti. God, what a great name! His real name is Larry Minetti. Okay. And uh, and he always screws over his buddies like TC and Rick. He just constantly. He's a horrible friend. Magnum PI, great detective, horrible person. <laughs> he's just constantly roping them into. Into adventures and there's dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. They're shot at constantly. He he needs TC's helicopter. He runs a helicopter tour thing. Oh, He's always just like TC. I, I need he your helicopters. We're bringing it back to helicopters, and. So he's just constantly using his friends who are almost killed. I, I saw one almost recently. Almost every episode or? Every episode. And there was one recently where he's like, Rick, grab your sushi costume. What? And. Oh, cause one of the guys is, is he Japanese? They, no, they just, I don't know why what, what, you had a- their ancestries? Yeah, uh, Are they all white guys? There's, all uh, TC's people? a black guy. Okay. The other guys are all white. And, and, and TC is the tour, is the helicopter He's the helicopter pilot. guy, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, that, that was uh, quite an grab adventure. Grab your sushi costume. Yeah, grab your sushi costume. I forgot what you had to go in disguise. It was ridiculous though. And then they got shot at. Somebody busted out an Uzi on the streets of Hawaii. Cause wow. You know, Hawaii seems really dangerous. Super According dangerous. to Magnum P.I. David Sedaris got his laptop stolen there once. Really? Yeah. That's, I think, the more likely kind of crime <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going on. that's the worst <laughs> crime that's ever happened. <laughs> I think the crimes that are occurring in Hawaii are pretty mellow. Other than Godzilla, I guess, in the recent right, film. Right. That was but, pretty brutal. Yeah. Anyway. They're but, still recovering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it could have been worse if it wouldn't have been for Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. He really, he stopped those two prehistoric, uh, birdie things. Yeah, that was and, sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. So those are your main characters. The, the butler. Where does he live? Does he have a guest house I, as well, think essentially? He, you know what? I think he has, he has, Magnum has the guest house and they're always negotiating what Magnum can use. Like he gets the Ferrari in the first episode or two. Okay. And, uh, and by the way, Michael, po- Mike Post does the, the greatest, it's one of the greatest theme songs ever. The Magnum PI, just a rocking theme song. They don't use it though. For like the first 11 or 12 episodes, they use this kind of jazzy, lame theme oh, song. And I actually and have finally- the 45 of the Mike Post <laughs> Magnum and it's, uh, a s- Mike Post composed yeah. and sang. Uh, it was no singing, just rock and guitar. And then throughout every episode, if it's, if the tone slows down a notch, it's this theme, but it's just slowed down. And well, then they if do that, <laughs> yeah. they do that on the, it's the Brady Bunch 
Remember the seesaw? Oh, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, it's just because the, the kids are tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they do that when, when they, when, um, when they're, when they're, when there's something and they just play the, the, yeah, thing slow yeah, if, if something goofy happens, a little like goofier tone, but the same damn song and it's, that it's, awesome. it's just ridiculous. And yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's such a rocket that we were actually disappointed with the horse episode that they didn't have like a twangy, like, like, please. <laughs> oh, oh, for the love of God. Guitar. Yeah. Steel like, guitar little, version little, of yeah. That. Oh, oh that would have been, been unstoppable. What year was it on? I think it started in 78 or 79. Okay. And went for seven or eight seasons. Wow. It really picks up right now. So we have these Magnum Mondays where we right. watch Magnum PI and then we play Sega Genesis. And it's just a night to, a blast to unplug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we did a lot of that in Austin and we just got a goof of old times, but. Right. And it's, a, so mon, so this is a Monday evening that you and Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if we're not doing shows and mm-hmm. sometimes we'll like, Hey, let's go to show together. Or this, that, but, uh, but, but yeah, for we, the most we, part, yeah, we'll have our Magnum Mondays. It's very important. And, and do and, you have the DVDs? Uh, we, it's on Netflix. It's streaming on oh, Netflix. It's streaming. Yes. All right. As is Quantum Leap, which <laughs> I just found out. No. Um, no, no time like the present. Yeah. I love Quantum Leap. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, Scott so Bakula, of course, rhymes with Butt Cracula. A lot of people don't remember <laughs> that. <laughs> they all, they thought about naming him Butt Cracula. Anyway, um, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and, and, oh, he's the best. He's so great. I, I used to, very early on in my career, uh, I would, if I was having a bad set, I would just turn to no one and say, Al, why haven't I left yet? <laughs> no one ever got it. There would be one guy that would be like, yes. And I would be like, you and I connect. The rest of the Man, audience can screw themselves. I have a themselves. little Strata joke that has the exact same uh, <laughs> response to that. My Sophocles set is not going very well. I'm saying my ancient Greek references. Anyway, um, nice. so. Okay. I'm having a grape. Okay, uh, yeah. the, this could be like the the very famous Matt Knutson shrimp episode where there was too much eating and the audience was disgusted and we fell <laughs> and one guy stopped listening. Anyway, um, that's right. Every hundred episodes, you guys, I'm gonna eat during an episode. <laughs> but it's you know it's usually cashews and and chocolate. But I seem to be out of chocolate, so I brought you some. I forgot to mention I'm deathly allergic to grapes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just going uh, yeah, for if it. you're allergic to grapes, there are grapes in these grapes. Do you know, huh? That you, joke works better with the cashews. Do you know uh, uh, dogs are deathly allergic to grapes? I did not know that. Just found that out. I thought it was chocolate. Uh, that too. But and work. Grapes is on You know what it, yeah. dogs are really allergic to? Fucking getting a job. <laughs> Get off your ass, dog. Damn lazy ass except dogs. For, uh, except for those, uh, those horse-cutting dogs. Those guys can't stop working. Those I, guys. I, oh, wait, what? There's like those little horse shepherd dogs or shepherd. Dogs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they, even the therapy dogs, I feel oh, yeah. bad for those guys because they, they've got a job, but you're not allowed to pet them. Like if you oh. see one out, a friend of mine was just like, oh cute, and wanted to pet this dog, and it's like torture, and the dog's wagging its tail. It wants to be pet, right. but you can't. No, no, you it's can't. So cruel. Well, to some extent, you're not supposed to touch other people's dogs. Yeah, true. It's, uh, you, if you, you ask, know, when, when though, the battle you know? for the planet of the apes comes, that's yeah. one of the reasons why the apes revolted. Because they're like, we are not your pets. Yeah, I yeah, will yeah. tell you who can scratch behind my ear and who cannot. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, with with the, yeah with the therapy dogs, it's like police dogs. Mm-hmm. I love German shepherds. They're my favorite dogs. They're the best. They're one yeah. of my favorite dogs. And uh, I always want to pet the German shepherd or the the TSA, you know, bomb sniffing. Yeah. I'm like, 
Yeah, I know better. I know better than to do it, but I still want to, you know. I, I got so excited once at an airport. Um, that was the whole story. No, oh, no, uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I saw a, a, a drug dog on the other side of the security gate. Oh, right. And, but in front of that, uh, on my side, there was a, a, there was like eight kids running around on a little sugar high, just going crazy. Their mom, it was like 6 a.m. The mom is just not can't. awake yet. She can't deal with it. And one of the children, this little boy is bouncing up and down, bouncing up and down, bouncing up and down. I wasn't in the mood. The girl I was dating with wasn't in the mood. And in his <laughs> backpack, it was a clear backpack. He had a live rabbit and it was like kind of unzipping as he jumped. And I was like, and, no. and she was like, well, you, you should probably what say something. Oh, God, uh, 2007 or something. Okay, so like after 9-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was that weird thing where was, she was kind of like, you know, maybe one of us should we say should something. Mention. And then kind of like, you should maybe say something. But I was just like, no, I want to see how this play. Like if a bunny gets out and a German shepherd goes nuts, that would be like the greatest. I was so disappointed so like it didn't happen. You're like reaching for your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, where can I find? <laughs> oh, my God. That would be – that's the worst. Okay. So Magna P.I., we're back to it. There's Dobermans in that. Oh, yeah. Who has Dobermans? Uh, I've seen Robin Dobermans. Masters, you know. Oh, the guy has Dobermans. How am I blanking on the Doberman? Uh, uh, Apollo. Oh, well, my the God. names of the, the dogs. I know the names Athena. of the dogs. Uh, other Greek Shoot. gods. Hermes. I, idiot. Oh, that's all right. People will yell things at the uh, at their iPod. It'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> and um, so, but how many dogs are there? There's just the two, oh, and they two. hate Magnum. So it's oh, just another him. little obstacle for Magnum. Okay, because I, I the montage in the beginning of the show, they he is running from the Dobermans. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Okay, because if if Higgins is mad at him, he'll he'll sick he'll him on him. Release the dog. There's a lot of whimsical Higgins Magnum. You Where know. they're really just best of friends. By, yeah, by the deep down season. they love each other, but yeah, but mm-hmm. but it's a hard, tough love. And where are you guys in the um in the watching? <sighs> Thank God we're almost through season one because season one is actually pretty rough. Like the okay. p- the writing picks up; they get different writers. Mm-hmm. Like uh, season two, season three. So well, everything has to shake loose. It yeah, takes, it yeah, takes a yeah. Bit. Uh, so twenty-two episodes in that first season. Uh, no, actually, I think you know what? I think it's eighteen. I think we're on sixteen. Okay. And what's crazy? We've just decided, like, uh, well, we have to, you know, if if we ever decide to leave Los Angeles, we have to wait until we watch about two episodes a year. So we have at least four years that we're stuck here because <laughs> we have to do this every Monday. Right, right. And then give or take a few. We missed a couple Mondays. I already, think he was on the road. So, so yeah. Yeah. Slacking. So, so the first season is the hardest one. Yeah, we just watched two episodes. We're just the worst. Is I, there always a love interest? Yeah, he gets – well, God, two of the funniest things is – okay, one, there's always alcohol in, in every episode. He, he always has a beer. He's always offered a beer almost in every scene. Mm-hmm. But he'll only have, he'll have one sip. Like, so he'll have like the neck of the beer. Right. He puts it down. That's it. And, and <laughs> so it's like, he'll have a taste. And then with the women, he'll get like a, a quick the kiss. The same thing. And that's it. Yeah. It's, it's just like a, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> just, young, and then they'll yeah. drop them. <laughs> it's a taste of everything, but never, never full on. There was a virgin in the last, well, I think the last episode oh, we really? watched. And it was just like, is Magnum? He's, I don't think he's that kind of guy. Come on, Magnum. Right. You're better than that. Someone who's a virgin who's like 25, 27 years old, you're going to want to marry that girl. Yeah. Let's make a statement here, <laughs> Dork Forest. Yeah, at that point, she's been waiting for something. It's better be, better 
be pretty special. Though if you're a 27 year old virgin, for the love of Christ, just, I'd like to also take the opposite and go, just fuck somebody. Yeah. <laughs> now it's exhausting. Anybody. Anybody at this point, because then it, then you will realize while it is wonderful, you really just got to get over that first hump. Huh? First. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but, yep. uh, See what you did there. Now 16 minutes in. That might be the clip, people. <laughs> that might be it. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, so does he have family? Seriously, you know, I've I don't seen think... a half an episode of Magnum PI, which is weird. Oh wow! Now you know what? I, I, that's a good question. I feel like it co- may have come up later, but uh, yeah, like some he's, sort he's of just disgusting kind of... brother that shows up. Yeah, like season four. Really was he in Vietnam? That. Or was he was? Yeah, yeah. Vietnam? That's how they all know each other. He okay. and his buddies—they were all in Vietnam together. Um, I actually have his Da Nang hat. And, uh, what do you have? Like his, his Vietnam hat. Like There's a, a hat that, <laughs> yeah, that, like that he Magnum, wears in the yeah. thing. Wait, do you have it from the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you get it? A uh, prop shop or I like? I think a friend got it for me, like for Christmas one year. Wow. And, All uh, right. And that, we're, is, that is the cred that we are looking for here <laughs> in the forest. Huntsberger is actually going to print up, uh, TC's company's, uh, Island Hopper t-shirts for okay. us just to wear together. I grew out a mustache, uh, just to watch it one Monday. <laughs> I mean, we are, we are, we are total doors for it. And you guys just, and that's, that's the plan. You're like, that's it. seven o'clock, one of your apartments, whatever. Yeah, we just, and you sit around, do you, do you have, uh, food? Do you, yeah, well, do you cook some, for each yeah, other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had bratwurst the last time and a couple beers, you know? Okay, do you do a little grilling or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We make it a thing. You make it a thing and then Sega Genesis. Yeah. You go back in time. We, you get yourself a Sega Genesis. It's the greatest. I, I, I don't do, I'm, I'm too, I'm not hip enough for, uh, for, for, for the new game systems. They're too much. They're too complicated. I just, there's too many buttons. There's too much going on. My attention span is crap. Sega Genesis is three buttons. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, that, uh, what I did is I walked away to show, uh, to show Doug Mallard, uh, Andy Ashcraft's, uh, Sega Dreamcast jacket. Man. Cause he used to work for Dreamcast. That is awesome. And um so Oh Yeah, it's it's like uh it's his winter coat. Wow. And um and it's God. easily twenty years old. Yeah, that's so I don't know how he keeps things nice because uh this hat is a month old and See, it's trashed. That, <laughs> that Sega logo is just it's just beautiful to me. Just every we play we play mostly a lot of sports games. We we play this really terrible game that's the best game called an uh quarterback club. And uh I don't know if anybody's old ever played football. it. It's just yeah, it's just this old school, you know, what is it? 16-bit, 32-bit? Mm-hmm. Something like that? 64 maybe? I say yes. Something it's like one that. of those. It's two it's things. down there. Right. And it's, you know, kids today, kids today. Oh, Those good crazy Lord. kids today. Both Megs or Ram we they, were using. They, they Come would, on. they would, they would hate it, but good. It's just, there's something. They're, they're all nostalgic now. They, they yeah. would, they would essentially create a new game with like based on pretty little liars, but also 16 bit. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> <laughs> but it, there's something about it. I don't know. And, and it's the same Sega I had as a kid, you know, there's something oh, the- that's great about that too. Like I didn't go out and buy an old Sega. Oh, okay. I oh, have so, my yeah. Sega, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's like having a stuffed animal from yeah. when you were a kid. Except for that it's, you know. I wish I, do you know what I wish I still had? One of those Coleco, I used to have the Coleco football oh, games. Oh, wow, yeah. Those I had are one great. of those. And, um, it was a, it was a bad, it was a year where I got like 50 bucks and I tried to turn it into seven games. And so what I would do is I would buy a game, play with it for two weeks and then take it back to the Coles. Oh, yeah. And yeah. trade it in for a different game. 
Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, at one point, uh, I think I started out with a hundred bucks because it was a hundred bucks for that Coleco thing. Yeah. And then I just tr- kept trading down because I kept, it was worth less and less money. I don't know how it all happened, but I, I got to play like electronic battleship that, yeah. <laughs> that summer. And then eventually I just, I think I got a gun. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, I want that silver pistol. And, uh, and some caps. <laughs> that was a hell of a summer, kids. Anyway, so. Okay, so that so that's what you guys do, and now there's Shit. seven seasons of it. Yeah, seven or does eight. He, maybe. Does he end up now? You've seen them all before. I have, but it's been a while since I've seen the final. We're doing it in order. We're doing right. it in order. Right, you're not. You're and not playing around. It's you got a weird thing. I have. There's a structure. I got so into Magnum back in Austin that there was actually this is kind of a whole. This makes me. This, this I'm going to sound one. like a horrible a person. Oh, but. So I got, this is how addicted I got. A, this crazy stripper neighbor came by crying, banging on my door. I'm in the middle of this epic episode and she's banging on the door. I let her in. Uh, she's got a, her eyes kind of swollen. <laughs> you some, are not the hero of the story no, no, if it's some, going the way I think no, it's going. Some, some guy, she's like, my ex, you know, hit me. Oh, I, this is horrible. <laughs> There was a, there was a domestic disturbance. Right. And, uh, she comes in and, and she's, she's really upset. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, I give her a big hug and she just hugs me back. But over the shoulder, <laughs> I'm just like kind of taking a peek and like, ah, oh, we're at the end there. And, uh, you know, it's coming up and I, I still trying to stay tuned, but also, cause you, you know, don't have a DVR probably. No, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's so all real like, time. Oh. So, uh, it was just, a, but, and, and then right after that, there's a banging on the door and I have almost been murdered before by a man that jumped through a window. So, which was random circumstances. Right. It's um, when you were in Nam. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, I was just wrong place, wrong time. Uh, didn't know the person. Uh, it was strange, but. That is. Anywho, uh, so I, and that was maybe a year prior. So, you know, I'm still a little jumpy. Even now, still a little jumpy. And. Sure. Banging on the door after she just yelled all this crazy stuff and, uh, uh, it's just a, a comic buddy of mine that's just playing a goof. And he, he was oh, yelling right. like, I'm going to mess you up and you better right, get out right. of here. Just the worst timing anyone's right. ever had in the history oh, of Oh, so good. You are, um, you're not the worst person in this story. He, yeah, I guess he <laughs> top. <laughs> yeah. <No>. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Kilpatrick, Daniel Jackson. Go. Uh, but, and, and the, as soon as I open the door, they see this crying woman and, and they're just like, he's like, Oh my oh! God, I'm so sorry. And I just was like, go away. Right. But. Now's not the time. But you know, we watched the Magnum. She, she chilled out. <laughs> it was fine. You just look Magnum at Selleck's mustache. You're, you're, That's you're it. good. That's it. It just, you, you say to yourself, it could be worse and he'll make it better. This guy. He's got, he's a, he's a charming guy. He is. That, and that he, guy. he's, he hasn't really Tom aged Selleck. much. No, he looks he, the same. There'll be a year. Like he'll hit like 70. Yeah. And essentially he'll probably lose like 35 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'll yeah. be just a wiry old dude. But uh until that time, he will have a full hair yeah. and a mustache. He's got that mustache rocking yeah. still. That is that's He's, crazy. The we had a day a Magnum Monday recently where we got really depressed because we realized I'm 35. Right. I think Huntsberger's 34. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And we looked up how, cause he's just such a man and he's right. always got <laughs> that giant chest hair, that barreled chest and that right. mustache. And, 
and he's so he's such a tall, big dude. Yeah, he's like six five. Yeah, think, he's a giant. Five. And so we were like, "How old do you think he is here?" Because he just looks like just right. such such a man. Right, right. He's we looked clearly... at he's, he was our age, and it was just like, "There's no way if I was on screen, I could be anything <laughs> close to ever, like ever in my life. Will I? I will right, never to be look like that guy. I'll never be." I'm his mustache is more of a man than I am. Like right. I can't. You're at your peak right now, <laughs> yeah. and he was that guy when yeah. he was your age. There's, I mean, I yes, there's I, as I think about the same thing with women, where you're just like the Mustaches. best looking. Yeah, well, you're like this is the best looking I'm ever gonna be, and I'm so much better looking than I was. Whatever, and you're like, oh, but I'm never gonna be that that woman. Like you'll meet some. Well, this is something else, but whatever. I mean, the, the, with women, there's like two kinds. There's like the super powerful mesmerizo lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's like, just people flock to her and everyone wants. And I watched Pretty and, Little Liars yesterday. And they're yesterday. horrible, horrible people. No. <laughs> they're usually, they're just messed up. They just yeah. have given, been given, I think, too much power. Yeah. And so, like, cause in Pretty, I don't know if you've ever seen Pretty Little Liars. Which is an hour long kind of OC Gilmore Girls mashup. It's something you would watch in college. It's a, it's a nighttime soap opera and it's about these four terrible women who are, who are in high school, but are clearly in their late twenties. I've probably dated all of them. Well, some variety of, and the four guys that they're, they're all dating. They're, yeah. they're the exact same guy with four different haircuts. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like buzz cut. There's one length slick back guy. There's a uh, Vinnie Barbarino and then there's um, I don't know what the other guys, yeah. but what? Oh, I, bangs. That's right. And so, but, <laughs> uh, but, but, whenever they would get into a fight, all of the, is it the men too? No, it's just the women. It was just the women. Whenever there would be some sort of argument, they would take half a step towards the person they were arguing with, and the swear to God, the underlying message of that was. You know, I could fix this all if we just make out <laughs> with each other, with their moms, with the furniture, with fucking anything. They would, they'd be like in a fight with like their schoolwork, and you'd be like, "I'm just gonna make out with the schoolbook." And it was, <laughs> it was like the weirdest. I was like, "Oh, that is," and I completely derailed this conversation. Oh my god! But you have to watch Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, that, see that's this. definitely happening. There's acting going on, and the acting seems to be this half step. We're making out, right? Towards any, like, absolutely anything. The objects? Two, uh, there was a little <laughs> bit of, uh, like, because, and they also, there's probably, it's a 42 minute, right? Hour long yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. There's probably 18 to 20 minutes of dialogue and they, they do a lot of. Wow. Um, there, uh, there's a new thing happening. A lot of shows have it. They do, instead of writing any sort of dialogue, yeah. they have a character looking out the window, uh, with some music playing. Oh god, yeah. Right, or they'll, well, in this who case, needs they'll be, dialogue. Right. <laughs> Why don't you stare at how good looking you are and put some makeup on and, uh, then we'll play a snippet of, my nephew just came out with a band. <laughs> he lives down in Long Beach. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's get him some work. But, yeah, so, but Magnum P.I. always seems like, I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out what the male version of that would be. And it's just Ooh. sort of like horrible bros who, well, they, uh, who, are, who take advantage of people. But it's like. Cagney and Lacey, but that was more like Simon and Simon, which was also Donald P. Belisario, I believe. Was it? Yeah. Cause they did, they did a Simon and Simon Magnum crossover at one point. It was oh, pretty did sweet. They? Yeah. They sure did. I've never seen that. <laughs> Simon and Simon, um, 
Were that was were they on Magnum or was Magnum on Simon? I think they were on. I think they did the full on eighties, which was a thing that happened a lot in the Mm eighties. And it was just like, oh, you'd get so excited in the preview, and it was just. Uh, they, usually disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, generally. usually hard to live up to the <laughs> yeah. amount of hype. <laughs> yeah, you're so stoked for a lot of egos there too. Where was Simon? Was that take? Did that take place in Hawaii? I don't think. Yeah, it did. I think I think they had. Yeah, I, th- I think they must it went have gone both. to Hawaii like yeah, the Brady yeah. Bunch did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then ran into <laughs> Magnum. There was the Brady Bunch Magnum episode. <laughs> that was a good one. CBS will do anything. <laughs> and so, okay. Yeah, he's. I mean, I don't know. Because he's got a new cop show out. Yeah, and it's, it's you know. It's called Blue something. I, so I, we got an argument over, I think he could still play Magnum P.I., but apparently he turned down a reunion because he was like, if we screw this up. It's going to ruin everyone's. Yeah, and uh, I uh, respect that, but right. I'm also kind of disappointed because. It would have been. Because they, they do so many reboots now of old yeah. shows. I'm so afraid of when they do the Magnum movie, they're just going to. I'd rather just be a that they did like thing. a panel at Comic Con. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't they just oh, do like God. a Bailey or something? And oh. and then it would just be fine. Just them just sitting around and where did everybody else go to? Like did everybody else keep working? You know, uh uh Hunsberger was actually uh at a at a big Hollywood party at one point. He's and like that. Yeah, he, he sure is. <laughs> he, when you think Hunsberger, you think glam, you right. think the party Hollywood ain't. life school. Style. Yeah. And Playing Sega Genesis on a Monday, sure. Yeah, that's what but, it's like here in Hollywood. <laughs> but but he was talking about, you know, there are all these like big, you know, A list people that he saw. Yeah, yeah. But he's and he's not. He he doesn't like. You know, he's not. He's really not like that at all. If and and you know, Burger and. But yeah. he, but he was at this party. He's having a good time. He was just kind of saying these people. He wasn't like name dropping or anything. Mm-hmm. But then he was like, I think the same night. He had a chance to go to some wedding, and it turns out Rick from Magnum P.I. was DJing the wedding. Okay. And that's when I got jealous. It wasn't like uh, <laughs> oh Leo God. DiCaprio or whatever. It was like, right, right. Rick, Rick you from Magnum P.I., Larry Rick? Minetti. And, oh. and, and, uh, but it was also just kind of sad. I was like, Larry's, Larry's DJing Everybody, parties. Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. Cause the thing is, is you think about a career and, uh, you're like, yeah, there's highs, there's lows. And if he's still working, yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of a win, I think. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it's alright. Like I saw, um, you ever see Moonlighting? Oh yeah. Yeah, the woman who played the secretary. Oh yeah, and she, she, she dated, dated that... Booger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they played Booger on Animal yeah, House yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. So I saw her at a comedy show. She was friends with the guys who were hosting and she did a sketch with them. And I was like, I freaked out. Yeah. I, I have several pictures of her on my iPad awesome. from afar that are grainy and dumb. And I'm like, and I went up and I, and I met her, um, after my, I, I tried to meet her before my set, but yeah. then I was next up. And so I went up and then, so I met her after and she was like, you seem very excited. You were, you did stand up. It was great. You were great. And <laughs> you I was were like, awesome. you were yeah. just doing some stand up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think you understand. You were on moonlighting. And, uh, <laughs> Moonlight, and that kind of launched uh, Bruce Willis's career entirely. I think. Yeah, yeah, to my yeah. Knowledge. That was his yeah, yeah. big. Yeah, that was. I it. tweeted today. Uh, I guess we're gonna, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna need more FBI guys. I guess. Remember that? Remember that line when the FBI oh. when the helicopter blows up, and um, oh. the bad guy cop says, or the kind of loser cop says, "Oh, we're gonna need some more FBI guys." I guess. Was that? Uh, oh God. There were three guys in the Die Hard movie who all the actors looked almost exactly the same. 
Uh, the the FBI dudes? No, one of the FBI guys, one of the Johnsons, who was the FBI guy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's the right. head of the um, the oh the the journalist, right? Um, oh who interviewed yeah. the 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 lady who said I'm going to call the guy the, from Ghostbusters, right? I think he was the guy. Yeah, yeah. Or Ferris Bueller, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. no, no. Big, I think he's the bad guy that that unlocks the grid and Ghostbusters and lets all the he's he's oh is that him? He was always an asshole in he every was always, he was that well, guy. He's he one was of those guys. Breakfast Club. He was, oh, that's he, right. He, he yeah, was yeah, the yeah. Teacher in Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah. And but him, the the Johnson who the white Johnson, <laughs> and the um, and the guy the head of the 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 cop. One of them was from Goonies too. Oh, they were. They all kind of look the same. They all have the same yeah, haircut. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two hundred dollar haircut from nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and uh, and it was what was available. God, Die Hard. It was a great movie. So good. Yeah, I was I was talking to my brother yesterday. Uh, we've completely digressed, but uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. My brother ran a. He was assistant manager of a movie theater when he was in college, and Raiders of the Lost Ark came out, and oh. they would only send them one copy. And he was in a multiplex in Madison, Wisconsin. And him and his the, his manager, they saw the preview. They just yeah. ran it. And during the middle of it, the manager turned to him and he actually, without any irony, said, we're going to need a bigger theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so great. Because they only had one print because it was before, you know, now they're sure they just send DVDs. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, now they were sending 35 millimeter. So what they did was they strung, they would start the first one at 12. And then they would just run it to another projector across the hall to the other projecting room. Oh my god. And start the next one at twelve oh five. Wow. And then it would just make sure there wasn't a, hopefully there wasn't a glitch in the Jeez. That just made me nervous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just had anxiety. Exactly. Okay, so um Yeah, so what what um what are your favorite episodes? Are there favorite what are your favorite scenarios? What what, what what happens in a Magnum PI that makes it one of the great Magnum PIs? Uh, well, well, sadly, the first season, it's kind of digressed that it's this weird, like, it's funny just to watch for, because it really picks up, yeah, before. yeah, because like, and, and there's even. Is it the writing or is it the acting or is the team it's not It's the job, writing the acting is, is the acting is super. <laughs> Tom Selleck really nails it. They all it. nail it right from the yeah. Game. All right, but you know it's the last two episodes we watched were just horrendous, and we were almost just like, oh, an old uh, old blind lady fell in a pool in a wheelchair, and, and I'm gonna say and did it was, she die it was actually or? no, she was fine, but it, oh. it was it was <laughs> little, the way they shot it was just like so terrible, <laughs> and we we've been finding inaccuracy like we saw. In one episode, he throws. Oh, I'm I'm butchering Magnum, yeah. but, he, but he, you know, but it gets better. It, yeah, it gets it gets it's way just better. Just like high school. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if high school got better. Yeah, yeah. It I, gets better after. I high school. eloped. Um, <laughs> he he throws a gun in in, in the ocean. And we saw a scuba diver's head pop up, which like, clearly that was his job just between takes to keep picking up these guns that he threw in the ocean. Okay. And then we saw one where a lady uh, had a bathing suit and underneath the bathing suit, she had this bulky microphone and then like, <laughs> and, and saw a boom mic drop down. So wow. So you guys are all right. You're, I've got an eye for that stuff. It's yeah. really, I love catching stuff like that. I don't it know why. It is pretty great. But what I would like to take, uh, uh, talk about weeding off again, there are two things that you mentioned. <laughs> Now that we have to talk about who leapt through a window and almost killed uh, you. I, I just talked about that on Lady to Lady. Um, okay. It was, um, 
Whew. Cold grapes, but I still go in. <laughs> you still go in. Um, whew. I'll it was it was a uh, girl. Maybe, if I can find it, there was a girl that you uh, were that I was dating. Mm-hmm. It was Valentine's Day, and 1998. Uh, something like uh, what was it? 2004. I don't know. Okay, somewhere in there. I don't know when I almost was murdered. Right, right. Why would I know that? Mm-hmm. And I, we decided to make our thing official that night. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Could yeah, because I had known her for years. We were friends. Mm-hmm. Clearly not that good of friends because her ex was just this coked up maniac. He's banging on her door. Right. And just screaming. And before that, you know, we we're having a serious conversation about like, should we? Should yeah. we do this? Huh? Right, yeah. And I was kind of nervous. I was just on my way to a party around the corner. I wasn't, I didn't even really <laughs> plan on doing that that night. <laughs> right. And then there's, there's all these texts to her and she starts getting nervous. Right. And I just feel this energy. And then there's the banging on the door. Banging on the back window. It's the studio apartment. Banging on the front door again. And I was like, do you want me to take care of this? She's like, no. And then he Let's punches. Let's hide in here. Yeah. He, well, he punches through a window. Right. The bathroom window. I see his arm go through. And then at some point he saw me. I think that's when he didn't know I was there. That's what's oh. messed up is like. Oh, cause this he was, was in probably, her apartment. Yeah. This is her, her place. He didn't know. There's nothing that he should right. know about between us. Yeah. And so that's what's really scary is he was just going over there to to beat up her apartment. Yeah, this is too. Yeah, why am I just? No, no, that's fine. And I'm just always in the wrong place. The wrong. There should be a, a Magnum like series around <laughs> you, me. You need a guy like Magnum PA to take care <laughs> yeah, of you. Yeah, and, to follow. So did he? So he busted the window and then climbed he through. He jumped it? through the window. He jumped through the window. He got Blast stuck. Everything. Yes, he got stuck halfway through. I had a beer bottle ready to just pop it over his head, and you didn't but, have to because he was cutting himself to yeah, strip yeah. <laughs> But it was that weird. As soon as he right, I had it. I had the moment, and I was going to do it. But I'm not. I, I don't have that, that in me. You right, know, to slam somebody in the head with a beer bottle. Yeah, I just it's <laughs> probably for the best. Yeah, and it's good that I don't. Right, you hesitated. I hesitate, and it was just this thing where it's like, this isn't happening, and and it was like in slow motion, and mm-hmm. and it was weird, like everything got quiet, like everything was shut out, yeah. and he looks up and he goes, "Don't fuck with me right now," and okay. I didn't, and then <laughs> he gets through the window. He's six five. I'm not near six five. Right, you are not six and five. No, no and no, no one is. There's just three or four <laughs> it's people. It's just this <laughs> Magnum PI and this guy jumping <laughs> through a window, and I he so he tries to. uh he clearly so wants, he made it through the he window. He makes it through the window and my whole thing is don't let her get hit yeah. and you don't die. Right. That's it. Right. And that gets, is your task. It, that was and it's that primal thinking where you just go yeah. you just and it's good that uh, you know I accomplished those things but I got my the, the crap kicked out of me Oh, did he? Cuz he he jumps he like grabbed me pushed me down on the bed which is covered in glass cuz it was right. below the window. He rolled around in glass. He may have hit me a couple times, but then he, um, I'm a strong little guy though, luckily. Mm-hmm. I pinned his arms behind his back and he just headbutted me for a good minute. Oh my God. And just boom and hard. Head, I had two black eyes for out. a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was coked oh up God. with meth And, and then after that, the only time I got Did scared. The police come at any time? Uh, way later. I, I was trying to call the cops immediately. I picked up right. my phone and then I think he knocked it out of my hand. It went under the bed. And, and then, where's the heroin of this? Thing? So she's just crying in the corner. 
And I'm yelling, call the cops, call the cops. And then she, there are my two least parts. Favorite, my least favorite, uh, lady <laughs> in all movies is the one who doesn't, who just, <laughs> yeah. I'm not much of a cower, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. I, more proactive than, uh, possibly yeah. not very ladylike. It would have been more ladylike to have the vapors and then faint over in the fucking yeah. corner well, instead of grabbing a chair and going, why did we ever date? Which is, uh, the Jackie Cation. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. I don't mean to judge the poor woman who is clearly no, in a well, terrible she relationship. Did, she did come to action at one point. And that's okay. where I got really nervous. Well, there were two parts where I got nervous. One, he picked up one of those U-shaped bike locks that are pretty heavy. Oh, my God. He grabs it. I'm on the bed, and I'm bleeding because I've got glass all over me. And he picks it up, and he just looks at me, looks at her, and he smiles. He smiles. Like, like the evil fuck that he yes. is. And yeah. he's just like, this is where this guy ends. And mm-hmm. so he's about to and. It was weird. I caught his wrist like when he swung it. It was like in the movies where we're doing this weird power struggle. Right. And you genuinely could have been killed. Yes, easily. And then she, this is where I got really nervous. She comes running and crying with a knife, shaking with her hands, shaking. And that's where I was like, well, she may accidentally stab. Yeah. Well, I thought the (laughs) knife was going to end up in his hands. Right. Oh, right. And luckily it went under the bed where my phone was. Stabbed my phone. So (laughs) no cops. Right. That's where we're keeping things. Yeah. yeah. Everything (laughs) Everything out of the bed. (laughs) Anything useful under the bed. And, uh, so she, you know, uh, it went under the bed and then she, she got between us. She slaps him around. He just wow. sobers up and he apologized to me. He's like, sorry, Doug. Sorry, Steph. He, like, he knew me, but he didn't know me. Like, I'd met him. He's totally normal a couple of times. He said the word sorry, Doug. He said, sorry, Doug. Sorry, Steph. Walked out and oh. that was it. And then the cops Doug, showed up. I thought you said dog. Oh, no. And I was <laughs> sorry, like, dog. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that is a little too hip yeah. for the room at this point. <laughs> yeah. So. But yes, your name is Doug Miller. So <laughs> sorry, Doug makes sense. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so he, yeah, then the cop showed up. I threw up from, uh, shock, I think, immediately. Yeah. And then what, what was terrible too was, I, I'm covered in, in, in trashy tattoos. Yeah. I have a lot oh, of joke okay. tattoos and stuff. So I ripped off my shirt cause I'm bleeding. Right. And then when the cops finally show up, uh, I'm covered in blood and, and I yelled cause I was stressed out. More stressed out than I've ever been in my life because mm-hmm. I've almost been murdered. I just yelled, Steph, get me a beer. And I've got this big Texas tattoo. <laughs> I'm the only male there and it's a domestic violence, you know, you know, call. call. So I look like the cops are questioning me and treating me like I'm a jerk. And I was oh, did like, they just grab you and they, well, they, they were or just, were they, nicer? They, 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 they were kind of yelling at me. Right. They were kind of treating it like she was, she was saying like, no, he saved it. Right. He saved the day. But they were still like, oh, she's just protecting her abusive right. boyfriend. Oh, right, right, yeah. And so, which it's it's good that they were, you know, I think that's yeah. a good thing. I mean, that, but that, it that... sucks to be in my shoes in that situation <laughs> where it's like, no, this was I was just almost murdered. I'm the victim. Right, those situations where you're just you're either in fear for your life or you're in danger, and you've taken the steps to protect yourself. Yeah. Um. They, they do, they're slow motion. There's yeah, like, you're, it's like you're underwater where you're like, I maced a guy once and I, oh, wow. I've never carried mace since cause I don't know if I maced him too quick and I'll never know. Right. Cause I just like, but he wouldn't, he was in between me and my car. Yeah. And he wouldn't let me get in the car. 
And he was grabbing me and he was like, no, I just want to talk to you for a second. And he was drunk and yeah. I was drunk and I was like, get out of the way. I'm getting in my shitty 1980s. Do you mean like Ford you mace him too quick? Like you shouldn't have done it maybe? Right. Like I, like I, oh, like, I think like already maybe, what you've described, you, yeah, you had <laughs> like every I right. I waited long enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I just, I feel like, cause I pulled the mace out and I was like, get out of the way or I will mace you. And he's like, why, why would you, I just want to talk. And I was like, and I'm like, seriously. And then, then I maced him. And then he, of course, uh, went away. Yeah. And I, <laughs> as he sat on the curb and was crying and was, you know, dealing with mace and yeah. swearing. Mace eyes. And that's what I call I, him drunkenly got into my vehicle and drove home. Hey. That, why wouldn't I drunkenly? I, he wasn't like he was trying to stop me drunk driving either. It was, and I had, which would have been, He's actually would have, a guardian angel that you've blinded. <laughs> right. But like it was such a I don't I barely remember that night. I don't even know why because I was far from the bar because I had to park far away. Yeah. And he had been leaning against the car. And I didn't know him. I never knew him. Yeah. I will never know him. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and he lived. So <laughs> we was all, this back in, in Minneapolis? Minneapolis? Yeah. Uh, it was probably, wouldn't it, it be weird if you, he ran into you and he recognized like, he was like, hey. I was the guy. <laughs> I really changed my ways. You turned my night, right. my life around that night. <laughs> right. I realized, uh, I shouldn't try to talk to people when I'm He's super like, you're hard. not still drinking and driving, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. And well, what's weird is, is shit like that happens because I had, um, I've told the story, I think a dozen times on the podcast but the uh, my heckler story right was when i first started doing stand-up in in madison there was a, a heckler who followed me it was just all one room right it was just a four wall yeah. in, a, in a best western so i don't do well two hecklers in the audience uh heckle me uh-huh. i walk past the hecklers one of them's passed out the other one follows me up to the bar where i order a mug of beer yeah. And I have my mug of beer and I'm mad because my set yeah, didn't go yeah, well yeah, and I was yeah. angry. And this guy comes and he stands right behind me. He's probably six feet tall. And, and, um, and I make a very immature decision that if he talks to me one more time, I'm throwing my beer at him. Yes. And he doesn't. He touches me. I feel him touch my shoulder. Bartender and the bouncer both say afterwards that he was reaching over my, to grab my breast. Oh, wow. A classy dude. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't matter because I turn around, <laughs> throw the beer at him. Missing him completely. <laughs> Hitting the man behind him. Oh. Full in the face. Now, heckler guy grabs that guy's drink, throws it at me. So I'm soaking wet. Guy behind him soaking wet. Heckler guy laughing, laughing. Oh, no. And so I punched him. And I forgot <laughs> that I was holding the beer mug. So I clocked him with a mug of oh, beer. Oh, he deserved it. fell to the ground and oh, then my. rose up and was screaming, uh, you, I'm not... Uh, it's not my shining moment. He screamed, you fucking dyke. I'm going to kill you. And I said, you got a problem with homosexuality, faggot? <laughs> a charming sentence that I've, uh, <laughs> since, uh, and then. You got and, that tattooed on you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were both kicked out of that bar. And because, oh it, and because it wasn't a romantic comedy, we didn't end up dating. Oh, uh, but boy. here's, here's the follow-up. I'm, uh, doing, uh, stringer one-nighters for, for, uh, I think it was, Muller. Anyway, in the Midwest, this guy, Ken Muller. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so guitar comic from Wisconsin is the headliner. I'm featuring. It's 1993 or 94 and we're driving in his car and we start telling each other heckler stories and he tells me that story that I just told you. He was the guy I hit with the drink. Oh my God. We both had to pull over and find a payphone because it was 1994 wow. and call our respective loved ones. Oh my God. To say, oh my God. We found the people. And I wish I could remember his name. I can't remember his name. Oh, boy. So that, I mean, that's a crazy, 
That's almost like a rom com. Right, that's the rom com. In the end, it's it's like a, a a some sort of when Harry met Sally kind of moment. Yeah. Very beautiful. Wow. We also did not end up dating. Me and the guitar comic from Wisconsin. I what was he doing comedy then? Yeah, he had just come to check out the room. He'd come and to check out the shitty comic one-nighter. heckling. No, no, no. He was the guy behind oh, the heckler. Oh, yeah, got you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, I have a. Uh, we're gonna go a little over because I have clearly digressed into. Oh no! This is and great. what you didn't get to do is there anything else you'd like to just when you tell people, should they start? Could they start season two? If they wanted to get in on Magnum PI, every episode stands alone, right? It, there's yeah, not a yeah, big yeah. Arc. Well, you know, part part of it's just the campiness of any '80s show is great. You know, mm-hmm. A Team, all that stuff, Knight Rider. But yeah, you you gotta just. Just stick with it or leap in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Go into season in. three or season four. Yeah, try, try a couple of episodes. You know, you, you're gonna under, you're not gonna, it's like not seeing Transformers 2 and seeing Transformers 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, It'll yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, you you're are fine. looking. G.I. Joe 2 was fine. I had not, didn't have a lot of G.I. Joe information before going in. Still, there was a lot of blowing up. There was some jumping up and down. That's it most movies out. these days. Yeah, it was pretty good. Now, uh, very briefly, because, you know, it's, I, I know we could talk another hour about your yeah, favorite yeah. superheroes. Cause you like, you said, I could talk about superheroes. And I like that sort of. I could talk of, about superheroes forever. I like the sweeping statement that, that is that. What defines a superhero? Um, well, Magnum Pietno. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of a superhero, right? <laughs> I like to think on that Valentine's night, I was a superhero. No, I, I just, I was a comic book kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, like, what do you, are, well, I mean, when you say I love superheroes, what do you mean? Do you mean I love Batman? Yeah, I love Batman. So I was a Spider-Man junkie growing up. That was my, that was my jam. I actually at one point prayed for the powers of Spider-Man <laughs> when I was in the, I didn't know Why how not? prayer worked. I was yeah. in the sec, first, second grade, second sure. grade. Sure. That's how the, that's how prayers work. You yeah, pray, I, and sometimes you get them, and then I, I when prayed, you want to be Spider-Man, you don't. And I kept <laughs> leaping onto the wall, not sticking, and just basically beat the hell out of myself. You were just throwing yourself against the wall? Yeah, just Maybe trying to land I had it. a cousin like that. Maybe he wanted to be Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. You should ask. Well, I know people – Um, I used to babysit for this kid who literally cried, sobbed her heart out when she turned 11 and didn't get a letter from Hogwarts. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. She just was beating herself up. So, but Spider-Man, <laughs> how do you feel about Spider-Man now? Have you tried to read it or watch any of the movies or? Oh, Spider-Man's I, I hard when did you get not older. like the, uh, the, the, amazing? The, second the second one. I like the first one okay. I did not, the second one I did not care for. I was, I, I feel like with the Superman franchise, they're trying to, like the Avengers set up so carefully, mm-hmm. you know, over the course of like almost a decade, they right. pieced together the Avengers with all these From movies. The Iron and, Man and yeah, yeah. And, all that. and then I feel like with this new Superman thing, they're just like, let's make the Justice League happen next, immediately, right. you know, right. this next one, they've got Aquaman and Greenland and all these, you know, Flash, everybody. Um, but it was the same thing with Spider-Man where I felt like the sequel, they had, they they're just like, jammed in the villains right. because they're doing a Sinister Six spinoff, mm-hmm. um, which is just a villains movie. Which it's like, well, don't they fight someone? Because then there right. has to, they're billing it they're as a happy. villains thing. But it, so is the villain the hero? How right. does this make? But 
most of the Sinister Six is in the new Spider-Man movie, but I felt like they're just cramming, like, we gotta get the Sinister Six movie out, cause we signed this deal, and right. so I just feel like it's too rushed. It's Rhino and, and Goblin and... Yeah, and, uh, and I think it's gonna be Rhino, Goblin, Electro, Electro? and, um, three others, uh, three Dr. Three. Octopus. Okay. And Vulture and one more, I guess, but... There yeah, has just, to be a lady. They have to have some sort of, um, spandexy lady. Uh, yeah, I don't, no, well... Maybe it'll be, um, Something is happening in, Something's I think, happening. Daredevil, where um, Daredevil, uh, Electro, some sort of, it's not Catwoman, it isn't Batgirl, it isn't, I don't know who the hell it is. Oh, I, I know who DC, you're talking about. But she found Electro, and mm. she used to, and Daredevil just fought her in the most recent Daredevil comic. And so, I can't remember what character it was, but um, maybe it's her. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> hey, Guess what I have? A third of the information, Rangers. <laughs> Get out there. Google something. What's crazy is like I was a comic book kid, took two decades off, mm-hmm. and then being a comic and and being at Meltdown Comics yeah. a lot, doing stand-up and, yeah. and just going to shows and stuff, like you're back in that world oh, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's flooding back and now, now, now I'm a junkie. Like now I'm there all, oh boy. Yeah. Oh I'm boy. trying to. We bought all three um, Guardian oh, nice. titles. We bought the legendary Star Lord, Rocket Raccoon. No and, way! See, and I Guardian, just... written by this Corona Pilgrim, might be good because previously the last arc was written by Bendis. Yeah. Who um, I like. I like his dialogue. He's fine. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy arc he wrote was an X Men fucking title where the Guardians of the Galaxy just show up in the background, and you're like, just why would you? Why would you take my Guardians? Of- I read X-Men. We don't need you to yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. up my Guardians of the Galaxy. Why you got to be an asshat? I am so excited about this movie. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. It's so good. The, um, the Abnett. Um, oh, I've not started Saga and I, I've oh, heard it. It's amazing. It's, uh, it's pretty great. And then there's something called Cowl that Meltdown actually recommended. This thing, uh, Kyle Higgins. I don't know. I don't know his work offhand. Um, Alex Siegel, but the art is really good. And so, I mean, I don't know a lot about. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know a lot about, um, DC superheroes, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we mostly read Huntress and Power Girl and they're from like Earth 2. They're yeah, from like yeah. a parallel Earth and they've landed on Earth Prime Earth, only called Prime because we're here. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Duh. But did you, did you read Secret Six? Did you ever read that? Gail no. Secret Six? Uh-uh. Uh, that's a great arc, uh, for DC where they were supervillains and they're kind of like the Thunderbolts where they end up doing good. And, um, there was a creepy, creepy, he's a villain, like he's a crazy person, but the Secret Six would get hired by like a, to go save somebody. Yeah. And so they were a team and Ragdoll was this incredibly crazy, I know, yeah. Super crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dressed and painted up like a rag doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that's creepy. And that's my thing with DC is that it it, it gets a little creepier than than I need. Yeah. Um. So I like Marvel superheroes kind of better, and they and I, the movies are better. Yeah, I feel like Stan Lee too, like, and Jack Kirby did such a great job of like uh, a lot of the a lot of the superheroes had kind of like different like a. Uh, 
there was a story, there was a lesson behind, you know, Spider-Man was like a teenager stuff. that like you could identify with that had a hard time in school getting picked on and, yeah. and X-Men was more about, you know, like, I feel like civil rights activism yeah. and stuff like that. And it's, so I feel like there's a lot more like real story behind it where it's like, Superman just has all the powers in the world. The end, you know. <laughs> the end. Try to beat him. Oh, Batman. you don't have any kryptonite? I guess you can't. And it's like Batman is like, yeah, I'm sorry. Your your parents died 50 years ago. Get over it. Good Lord. Right. Everybody's parents died. <laughs> so many people's parents died. Spider-Man turned his da- his uncle's dying into something real. You know? Yeah. Turned it into something nice. Yeah, he sure did. And um, and that, that was sad. Mhm. Mhm. But I I I slept walked when I <laughs> mm-hmm. uh when I was in the second grade when we moved and I remember uh I, I was really deep in the comics at, at that point just and I I I I would do the it was night terrors where you you fully or you can see and you're walking and talking and the first couple times I had bunk beds with my brother and the first couple times um uh, he didn't know what was going on. He was just freaked out because I was just yeah. he was screaming in the middle of the night, wake him up. And, right. and then, uh, uh, he started, once we figured out what it was, my parents like kind of sat us down and like explained to my older brother who would be, he would be eight, I guess, or 10, 12. And just like, hey, you know, you need to take care of your little brother when he's going through this. Mm-hmm. We need to try to get him out of it. And I remember one time, I still couldn't remember the, like seeing them and talking to them. Right. But you're asleep. And I, woke up and I was like, go in the other room and see if I'm Batman. And <laughs> he was just like, and, but at that point he thought it was hilarious. So he just like, yep, you are. And then I was just like, Oh God. And then at one point I, I remember waking up my parents in the middle of the night and like, we only lived in this house for like a year. And I remember this vividly. I shake them and I'm crying and I'm just like the fantastic four were just killed by green goblin. And they're just like, what the hell is going on? Wow. And they still let you read comic books. Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. <laughs> It's probably not the content. Yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> It'll be fine. That is hilarious. Uh, Doug Millard, tell me briefly, uh, let us, let, let us get your website out there. Let's, well, I mean, it's, it's Twitter to find out where you're doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, you just, uh, this'll, this'll come out end of July. Are you working the July. road much or? Um, end of come, July, I will be. In August, I'm trying what to are you think, doing? Uh, August, I'll be. Um, I'm taking a little, actually a little mini vacation to Santa Fe if you want to just, just see me in Santa Fe. I'm but so jealous. I am, anyway. so, I'm meeting my girlfriend's parents for, uh, her dad for the first time. I'm so excited. Oh, nice. Seeing her mom. But, um, who I love. But, um, <laughs> I can't it wait. It's going to be great. But then yeah. the week after that, uh, August 20th through the 23rd mm-hmm. or 21st through the 24th, something like that, I'm in Portland at the Helium with Dave Foley. So that'll okay. be a blast. And, and- and end of the month in August, you're going to be Portland, Oregon. Yeah, Canada. I know I have some L.A. dates, and, but I can't think of them. But just find me at, at Doug Mellard at, yeah. on Twitter, and you can find and all my And check it out. Dates. And you do you play Austin pretty regularly, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll be at um, I'll do be you do Philly or Buffalo? Yeah, I, I, I haven't in a while, um, but I'll probably be back, back up there soon. I'm, do, I'm doing Cap City the 15th through the 18th of October. Okay. And then I'm doing Fun, Fun, Fun Fest again in November, November 7th, 8th, 9th. Right. I've heard of that. And, uh, yeah. it's, it is a blast. Is it fun? It is fun, 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 fun. It's fun. <laughs> a festival of funness. It's, that's always the weirdest thing about it. It's my, one of my favorite festivals. And it's just like, it's this weird thing where, 
you're just like fun, fun, fun fest, and like, and you always want to just say it's really fun, but it just feels stupid, right? Because you've already said the word. Fun <laughs> yeah, three it's, times. it's a lot and of fun. Is it just stand up, or is it also music? No, it's music. It's four stages. There's a hip hop, a metal stage. Judas Priest is playing. Oh my gosh! Uh, Run right. DMC reunited for it one year. Road it's trip. insane. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> So and the the stand up uh, John Waters performing on the Yellow Stage oh, this year. Oh, that's cool. And uh, you know he wrote a new book. Uh, yeah, the hitchhiking. The, thing. the hitchhiking. I just, Did you try? It I, I I just heard about it yesterday. I'm so excited. To check I want to download the Audible. Uh, yeah, just yeah, because yeah. I'd rather hear him read it than not. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. That is great. And I just sounded like Will Arnett. That was weird. That is all right. What <laughs> I usually ask people what they're reading. Is there anything you'd recommend? What, what, what um, would you like to read? Actually, just comics right now <laughs> and screenwriting comics? books. Um, books how, to, how to write screenplay? Yeah, that kind of stuff. And uh, I did. I did hear about a book. Oh crap! I can't think of it. But it's about a guy. I want to check it out. About it. Uh, the Hollywood Scientology scene and a guy that got Clear. out of there. Yes, yes. That's what it's called. I want to check it out. Somebody else told me about it. I said, well, that sounds terrifying. Do you know what I'm going to do? Just not join Scientology <laughs> and not know all the ins and outs I'm about so it. I'm so curious. <laughs> it sounded intense, but that and, and the John little... Waters book, like I just heard about him yesterday. And other than that, uh, on, on the vinyl. John Le- or Sean, sorry, John Lennon. He's, he's John long Lennon? since passed. Oh, yeah, that, guy, that guy's amazing. His new stuff. Sean Lennon, his son's a new band, uh, with his wife or girlfriend or fiance or whatever. Uh, Ghost of the Sabertooth Tiger? Is the name of the band? So great. It's a great band? So, yes. And they got a new fantastic. album? Or? Yeah. Okay. And July 22nd, Dan the Automator, this amazing artist has, uh, Scott, uh, what's Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. The, his girlfriend and that, they okay. have an album coming out that's like hip hop, French pop, sixties fusion. It sounds and crazy. Some but, of it or? Well, I, I just trust Dan the Automator because he's this amazing like hip hop mogul Automire? that's, uh, A, wait, A-U-T-O-M-A-T-O-R. Okay. He's just been behind, a producer behind so many things. He did, he did an album called Handsome Boy Modeling School that used, uh, um, uh, oh God. Funny man. Oh shit. Chris Elliott. There you go. Uh, you found it. And then, uh, Tim you Meadows. Your on... way into, into a name. Well done. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we're going way over, but it's he, all good. He's a genius and, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to that, but. Okay. Well, that is all awesome. That is, um, thank you so much for, for doing thank this. You. We talked easily. 35 minutes about Magnum P.I., which is one of my favorite <laughs> things to be able to say out loud. Uh, Doug Mellard, you guys, go see him do stand-up comedy, and thanks again for listening, Rangers. Take care out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance, and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?